0: Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Nylon Magazine's Melissa Janini. Hello. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Um, just going to be real quick. I want to introduce who you're here to see, obviously. Let me start, please. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Doing all
0: right.
1: <laughs> so um, I'll just kick this off. I I wanted to talk a little bit about your record, obviously. Heartstrings. Um, I've heard it. <laughs> I'm special. Um, but so there's a different overall mood to the songs, I think. Um, From your previous material and I was wondering like how would you describe the music to your fans? Uh, It's hard
0: to describe people ask you that a lot they're like what would you compare it to who inspires you musically? Um, You know I would say just personally it's it just really represents me and it's it's just me, it's, it's, it's what I like, and uh, um, I guess if you had to choose somebody to compare it to, um, I guess I would say just the people that have influenced me. I really love, uh, or I grew up listening to sort of lyrical artists like Tori Amos and uh, Kate Bush. Fiona Apple and Bonnie Raitt, Joni Mitchell, um Stevie Nicks and uh it's definitely still kind of got movement and has like a kind of pop structure definitely. I think it, it's still I mean if I if I can say so myself it it's uh it's still kind of catchy but it's definitely much more personal and um, emotional and vibey.
1: Yeah, I can definitely hear that. Um, Was that refreshing for you to, I mean, coming from your acting background to kind of do something so personal that was very much you and not a character?
0: Yeah, because when you're acting, especially if you have any bit of you know, recognition that all you ever do is try not to talk about your personal life. And that's all people <laughs> want to talk about. But in this, it really is very personal. And I, I you know, as much as it's about my specific um, circumstances, I think, you know, I try to put it into words that, you know, hopefully other people can understand. And I am sure that it's that feeling of when you go through something especially when it's painful or good for that matter but mostly painful um, that people nobody understands but the truth is that everybody's been through it and you're not that special um,
1: <laughs> but um, that that's mostly what it's about Yeah. so you've mentioned a lot of your influences but I, I think I also know that you're an avid showgoer and I was wondering if what you've seen lately and liked? Oh. um, uh, Let me think. I
0: saw Deer Hunter uh, when I was here. I was doing a play here for like six months and there's just All right. (laughs) All right. Um, I would never have dreamed, like I don't know how old you are, but like of mice and men. (laughs) (laughs) Steinbeck, Um, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, so I saw Deer Hunter. (laughs) Um, I saw The War on Drugs when I was here as well, and I really loved them. else have i seen i guess I, I i like to go to i used to live in the west village and I, I used to go to smalls all the time on sunday afternoons and people come in and you can have a little cup of tea and watch people kind of come in with their instruments just people that play saxophone and you know clarinet and they all play with each other and just kind of go off of each other and that, that's kind of cool
1: So back to you, Um, what was the recording and writing process for, like for you? (laughs) Uh, It
0: was long. Um, It was really drawn out because I have a day job. So it really was like, you know, over the course of a couple of years, it started off, you know, slowly writing and, you know, basically working towards having a body of songs, but really not thinking, oh, this is going somewhere. Um, Never thought that. But then at some point, you know, I ended up being introduced to um, my producer, um, who's also playing here with me in a little while. Um, His name is Jeff Trott. And... um, and we did a bunch of pre-production. We kind of got together and just got a sense of what each of us was about. Um, and we really, we match. We go together really well. And uh, and we just basically sat in his studio for a couple of months, spread out over the course of a year, and did a bunch of pre-production. So, you know, I would play a song and and sort of discuss it and figure out the, the sound and what I was looking for. And then he and I would b- basically just put together different sounds and find every little element and record it that way in kind of a makeshift rough. Actually, it was sounded pretty good for being a pre-production. And then last summer, we got together with a whole band and we did a live room studio recording. Um, And that was with a bunch of musicians that are really awesome and they all learned their parts. And then after that, I went in and uh, recorded all my vocals, my singing. Um, And then after that, I left for six months and I was like, well, I guess I'm leaving um, because I was coming here to do the play and I, that, that, so I just will never have time to do this and then after that was done I, w- I was like oh holy crap I can do this um, so uh, it's great and usually when you're an actor too you have time off and it's like I'm never gonna work again and it's like the worst feeling ever but this is a great feeling because I can take time and actually do it and um, I'm really enjoying it
1: <laughs> so, also, the, this record is on your own label, Hotly Wanting, is that right? Um, <laughs> was, so, what, what made you want to go that route? Well, first of all, I didn't really think that
0: label name through. Um, I, d- I do really like it now, but originally it was just the name of a corporation um, they're like you know what what, what if for, for music what do you what do you want it to be And I was like what is the idea of like deep desire what is kind of a synonym for that And I came up with hotly wanting um, <laughs> which makes sense when it's explained but when it's not it's pretty hilarious um, but so I had that as my corporation and then I, You know, was doing a bunch of other music stuff at the time. um, And then stopped. And then... um, Basically, I used to have a different label. Um, They were all fine and good, but just not for me. It was a just totally different style and different... Just world that I think I just wasn't right for. Um, I really... You know had fun but i i think it's just a it's just the side of the business that isn't as fun for me and then i met with vagrant records and it just seemed like so much more of a fit and just their whole vibe was better they're so much more into saying that, that we've heard your album as a whole you know the the rough idea we support it, we want you to do what you want to do, we'll do a services deal which is much less than a real record label and I had signed with the previous label when you sign with a label a lot of the time they give you like a big advance and they kind of promise all this stuff that for better or worse you know, ends up, you know, kind of, not happening, um, <laughs> but um, but so far so good, and I you know I really enjoy working with them, and and they have like you know they, basically the services deal is like we you you can use us as much as you want or as little as you want, and you know we'll give you feedback and we'll let you know our opinion or whatever, but um, mostly it's it's just. Creatively, I get to control everything. And to some extent, you know, business-wise, I, I can say, no, I don't want my you know, CD on that shelf or whatever. But they really have a, a, a keen understanding of kind of who I am and, and what I'm going for.
1: Cool. Um, so we're gonna be hearing a little bit from the record soon. Um, but I was wondering if you have a favorite song on the record and what it is about that song that you like. Uh, I have, I'm about to play
0: three songs. Um, one of them is the single that maybe people here have been able to hear because you can download it. Um, but the other two, nah, nobody's heard. Um, <laughs> uh, the song Heartstrings is really special to me. I'm glad that it was the first song that I could put out as a single. It's also the name of the record. I think it's more just like a. a It's very visual. Um, uh, It's kind of it. It represents the feeling of the rest of the record. It's like um, kind of about (laughs) hiding your feelings when and and smiling and. Pretending that you're happy when you're not. Actually, I would say that it represents most of the record because it—that's what it's about. You know, it's—it's it's about just um, sort of just tying your heartstrings off. You know, it's—it's it's about not not allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Um, and, and it used to be about some stupid breakup that I had when I was like 25 or earlier. That sounds actually old probably to this crowd, but, um, but, but it was stupid. And I was like, I have to write a song about this, um. But now it really does have more of a meaning. At the time it was like, you know, screw you. I don't care about you anymore. You're trying to get back with me and, and it's not gonna happen, uh, Joker. Um, <laughs> but, you know, now it's more about sort of coming to realize, especially like growing up and I feel like I've done a lot of that in the last couple years. Um, just about, especially sort of the juxtaposition between my day job and this, you know, being, you know, sort of, no matter what you're going through, you have to embody another character and and sort of pretend, um, which can be fun, but it also can be t-
1: tiring. So there's some layers there, is what you're saying. <laughs> sure, I like to think that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, are there any other lyrical themes present, or is, is that basically? The...
0: No, I mean, uh, I guess that, you know, Heartstrings, the song represents kind of the time in my life that I wrote a lot of these songs and um, sort of that feeling. But I have another song on the record that is about, um, it sounds really happy. And it's really sort of sweet and poppy and chimey and light. And it just, even the lyrics uh, uh, seem like it's about something kind of nice. Um, but it's totally fake. It's totally sarcastic. And um, and it's really just about, it's called L.A. And it's about uh Living in LA and just sort of being like, oh, look, I, I'm an adult and I have, you know, material things and a home and friends and I'm a grown up. And, um, but I'm just like desperately lonely. Um, and so that's what that's about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always say I live in New York because I want an excuse to be miserable. Cause- <laughs> cuz LA everything seems so perfect but i don't know
0: i get that i've i've been here for like less than 20 well maybe 24 hours now and i've encountered more just mean people And like, I've been in my little bubble and the people that I'm with, like the band and everybody, it's just like, it's a beautiful day. Why are they so mean? And like, you live in LA, like people appreciate the weather and sort of are more, you know, sunny,
1: I guess, which can probably be annoying too. So you mentioned that you were working on this record for like the past two years or so. Was that like kind of post- Gossip Girl, I guess, or... Yeah, Yeah,
0: I... I knew that was coming. Um, I, uh, yeah, I finished that, like, two years ago now. Um, And it seems like an instant and, like, a million years. Um, And a lot has happened, uh, mostly good. Um, And, yeah, I had written... A bulk of the album prior to finishing that and then I also was I went on a tour actually um, with some of these songs with a band that was their own separate band um, before I you know really got serious about making it into a record Um, and then and then yeah then I met Jeff uh, pretty much like within two months of living in LA and he like, you know, I, he's traveled all over but he's from the Bay and he lives in LA and works in Santa Monica and he's just super laid back and I I had met a few producers but um, it's it's weird, I you know, I guess I just hadn't thought of or like didn't have as much of an understanding of the business side of things, you know, you meet like a producer and they're like oh i i don't want to produce your record i want to write your song so i can make money (laughs) um and he really didn't have that at all he was more just you know into the sound and wanted to to be part of it and uh and he he toured for so long like i think years he was gone and he, I was like, you know, I you did all these amazing sounds, like he's just, he plays a mandolin, and then, and steel guitar, and I mean, he plays everything well, and then uh, you know, I was like, man, I just, I don't know what I'm gonna do without you, and he's like, well, you gotta figure it out, because I, you know, I can't tour, um, and then, you know, recently, he was like, oh, so at the show, I'm gonna do this, and this, and that, you know, and I'm like, what are you talking about, like, you're, you're gonna play, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my wife told me she wants me to 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 leave to go to
1: to tour." <laughs> um, so I lucked out. Yeah. All right. Well, I think some people out there have some questions. <laughs> Before, when you were on Gossip Girl, you sang with Cobra Starship, and like you had like your own songs that were more like, like pumping I guess that's the word I don't know and now it's like more like chilled and fun so like what made you not want to do like pumping songs anymore.
0: Well when you say it that way (laughs) I wish I did pumping songs that sounds good. (laughs) No no I I know what you mean. well, I think it was just, it was a combination of a few things. I think it was a time, and it was that time in, in my life, I guess, in my work. Um, it really started in 2006. I met my now music manager and, you know, just was experimenting and trying different things and um, excited about music. And I'd always written and I'd always, um, you know, been a singer and... Um, and, and loved performing, but I really had n- no experience. Um, and then at some point, I think it was because, you know, I like got on a TV show and people were like, hey, I know you. Um, then, you know, I got in touch with, or I guess they kind of got in touch with me. Um, Cobra Starship, you know, was like, let's do a song together. Um, and I really still like that song a lot and I liked those people. Um, it's a really fun, yeah. It's it's all like it was very fun, uh, and then from that I got a record deal, and um, from that I was like, you know, I'm I get to write music and be paid for it and do it, and that's just not how it works, um, or so I learned. It's kind of like you know, at least with bigger labels, and and this is said with all due respect, but you know, they have an agenda, and they want you to work with certain writers and certain producers and collaborate with certain people, and, um, and if they don't want you to put out a certain song, especially one that you've written by yourself, so it means barely any money going to different hands, um, they're not gonna promote it if they don't want to. And you know, I ended up putting out a second song while on the label, but it didn't, you know, it didn't get any push from them. Um, so I was glad to just, you know, wash my hands of it and, and you know, very amicably say, I don't think this is right um, for me and for you, and and then we we parted ways. Um, and then during that time, I think all along I sort of like. I, I liked it but it wasn't it wasn't like this. Um and so during that time I, I was writing and just living and being alive and um and writing, you know, basically the bulk of this album. And then that's that's how that happened.
1: Hi. Hi. Uh, we are some French students here and we love when you sing in French. So can you say something in French for us?
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Hello. Hi, I'm Anya. Um, I'm a real big fan, um, but I just want to ask, was it harder to get into the music industry than getting started into the acting industry, or were they kind of equal? Uh,
0: That is a good question. Um, It's hard to say because I started acting when I was a kid, and I don't know if I just, like, worked for a long time and by the time I was old enough to you know get jobs um it just came easier and honestly I know so many people who live here in LA and all over who are like hey I want to act and how do you do that um and I just got very very lucky and I I mean lucky in the terms like I've been working for 17 years and like you know since I was 11 years old But um, so I know how hard it is to break into that, and even still, I mean, I I have to say, once you get to one like point in your career, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like I want to do more, do more. You're like, like even now, I think if I look back at five years ago, I'd be like, oh, if I were there, I'd be happy. But now I'm there, and I'm like, oh, I I want more. and as far as uh, music goes, I really don't know. I was like, totally don't know. Um, uh, I think it, I'm really lucky in that way because I, I mean, there's people, like, I'm putting out an album right now for the first time ever, and these people are here and like giving me speeches and stuff, and, like, that's crazy and totally unheard of um, for people who just, like, put out one song so far. Um, so, I feel like maybe I have a better understanding of the business side of acting, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easier. I just know it better. Um, but Man, both are weird. Just weird careers, weird route to go. Um, but totally different and totally fun. Thanks.